This is District Sentinel Radio. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Sentinel Fort in Washington, D.C., and this is the Bernie Sanders endorsement episode. He's running. He's running. (laughs) It's on. Uh, How did you feel waking up this morning and hearing the news, Sam Knight? Well, uh, it was kind of slow walked over the past few days, but uh, when it hit, it definitely felt good. It was like this real sort of... uh, kumbaya moment on on left twitter i feel yeah kumbaya is the right word i have been kind of shitting on bernie lately as a result of the whole ilhan omar stuff i didn't think he did enough uh to defend her but as soon as i saw that he's in like that all washed away from me and since his last run since we all came together in hope of bernie winning and unfortunately he did not but since then I feel like there's been some fractions, some people have kind of broken apart from each other. But when I heard his announcement, not only did any uh, angst I had about the way Bernie had acted in the last few weeks wash away, but I got this idea that we can all come together again and do what we all love doing more than anything, which is like shitting on Claire Jeffrey and (laughs) (laughs) for the next 20 months. Yeah, yeah. It it's ultimately I feel like some uh some some pretty some decent pragmatic leftism, uh leftishism, I guess. Uh leftism, whatever. Anyway, the uh the, the lib shitting has already been fantastic. Yeah, I've been blocked by Philip Reigns already. <laughs> uh <laughs> I reached so out long? to uh Yamish Alcindor, the reporter who accused Bernie of being a sexist because he had the audacity to run against Hillary Clinton. She later uh, blamed Bernie for the softball shooting, which, hey, if Bernie was responsible for Scalise getting his dick blown off. (laughs) Uh, And she still has this tweet up, this bizarre tweet about Bernie's connections to Jewish real estate developers in New York. Yeah, it's a a video of a guy going on a rant, but it's it's the sort of thing that uh you you just shouldn't post yeah <laughs> unless you are trying to and it's not like i'm har- give it some sort of i'm not harassing these people all of my all of these tweets came in response to them getting back on their bullshit again everybody's back on their bullshit again every back pick it picking up right where we left Have we off. heard from peter dow do we know where Ooh. Peter stands on all this yet? That's a good question. Because there's been talk that Peter Dow might have reformed himself. But I see that Tom Watson is back on his bullshit harassing uh, Alex Seitzwald, who is a fairly friendly reporter to the Hillary Clinton campaign in 2016. But uh, Tom Watson, or Seitzwald, excuse me, tweeted that Bernie in just four hours had eclipsed Kamala Harris's one-day fundraising total in Tom Watson tweets like, enough with counting how much money he's raising. Get with the baggage he has. Start reporting on all the baggage Bernie has. That pushed me over the edge, by the way. I donated $27 to Bernie after I heard about that. And I want to fully disclose it. I mean, we're endorsing him. Uh, I just feel like it. it's kind of like a fantasy politics play on single payer and I'm doing okay for money right now. I, I can spare $27 for Bernie. So, uh, Bernie's in. He's got a, he unrolled a huge platform full of policies 
that he's going to be pursuing. A lot of them are familiar from 2016, in which he was uh, the only person proposing these policies. Now half the field is going to be supporting things like single-payer Medicare for all. Uh, but what else do we have here? Uh, $15 minimum wage. I think a lot of Democrats will be behind that. A repeal of Taft-Hartley. Uh, I think a lot of, uh, maybe not a lot, but some Democrats will be behind that. Uh, an increase on estate taxes and wealth taxes. Uh, I think that is going to be easy for a lot of Democrats to get behind. Uh, here's one probably that won't attract a lot of support from people like a uh, uh, more to the right of the spectrum, which is banking. He wants to break up J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman, etc., uh, Bank of America, the big boys. Yeah, I don't see any other candidate except maybe Elizabeth Warren Elizabeth in the Warren, field yeah. uh, going for that. Uh, Bernie supports postal banking, which uh, he and Warren... Uh, Gillibrand supports that too, I believe. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is much more of a... Uh, something that the centrist will get behind because he, he uh, endorsed this with Chuck Schumer, which is a restriction on stock repurchases. Uh, obviously, we've seen a lot of corporations take their tax breaks and use it to inflate their stock prices by buying their own stock. So he wants to uh, restrict the stock buybacks there. There's also education, tuition-free community college means tested, unfortunately, uh, for public universities. And here's a big one. That's bullshit, by the way. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't his initial plan free four-year college in 2016, or was it just the two-year? I think that... I, I, I could have sworn this was like the Hillary Clinton compromise it, almost I think that, without well, the pu public okay, universities. That was, I think that was uh, legislation he introduced in 2017 with the, uh, the means-tested one. That doesn't mean... I have to say, I do think... And we, we talked about this in... Something we put out <clears throat> when Elizabeth Warren announced we did a side-by-side. Tuition-free side. colleges and universities. Okay. So I was wrong on that. So he's gotten better from his legislation here. Moving to the left. Unlike a uh, candidate like Amy Klobuchar, who the uh, weekend before Bernie rolls out his plan, the night before Bernie rolls out his plan, she is uh, coming out boldly against free college. Because she says, how, how can we pay for it in... As uh, pointed out by me, I, not me, I mean, on Twitter, uh, <laughs> Klobuchar voted for a, a defense budget increase that the increase alone would pay for uh, college tuition at every public university in the United hmm. States. No one asked her how she would pay for that, though. Yeah. Anyway, uh, as, as I'm going to say, I, I, this was something we discussed earlier in a, in a Bernie Warren comparison piece when... Warren announced, which is that I do think his his pharma policy is a little weak, the, the relying on importing drugs from Canada. And Elizabeth Warren has proposed a uh, a, a government owned pharmaceutical manufacturer. So I think that would be better. And I I hope, who knows? Maybe maybe we can us personally. Can, no, I'm kidding. But <laughs> we the left maybe can move Bernie. To that position, yeah, I, mean, I, I have a. I think Bernie will move left on that position during. The, I, don't, I I doubt that he's going to want to be outflanked on any issue to the left, even on the, especially on drug import. Like, well, uh, we'll see. He did just come out and say his uh, his favorite show was The West Wing. 
<laughs> That's true. That's do, true. Do better, Bernie. Uh, Beginning to regret my $27 donation. Thing no, is, Bernie, Bernie is better this time around than he was in 2016. He shored up a lot of his weaknesses. I'm not saying that Bernie is anti-empire, but he's better than he was in 2016. He uh, got the war resolution, the Yemen war resolution passed out of the Senate. He was one of the main forces yeah. behind that. Yeah. And it's he points that out in his in his campaign ad that he released. So this is something that he does want to highlight, that he's leading on this issue. I'm not sure any other candidates in the race can talk about foreign policy issues that they're leading on or that they've led no. on over the last few years. I Bernie's mean, all- led the opposition in, in, in the Senate on it, too. Like, as you said, he's, he, he, can really, he can really claim this. I mean, who's been as effective on foreign policy as Bernie Sanders? Re- no in, one. in recent months. No one. Uh, Bernie uh, does have a pretty robust criminal justice reform platform where he talks about ending cash bail. Um, this is something that Gillibrand supports too. She signed on to legislation with him to do that. Not supported by Kamala Harris, of course. She's a cop. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, Harris is making strides to uh, make people forget that she was a cop. She has uh, put forward a more compassionate compassionate criminal justice reform package, but she won't end cash bail uh, from Washington Post after she announced, quote, Harris's proposed legislation that would create a three-year, $10 million grant program to encourage states to figure out how to find alternatives to their cash bail systems, co-sponsored by Rand Paul there. Uh, I I think that Bernie, one of two things is going to happen here. Bernie's going to win this primary pretty easy, or it's going to be really close with Kamala Harris because I see the center coming around her. I think that the people who are behind Hillary Clinton in 2016 are going to, for the most part, go toward Kamala Harris or maybe Amy Klobuchar, who's a psychopath, um, <laughs> and saying, and who is basically copying Hillary Clinton's 2016 run by saying, no, we actually can't have nice things. And then angrily yelling at us and humiliating us and throwing things at us. Yeah, you, you couldn't ask for a better spokesperson for anti-single payer like someone who wants to keep their workers as scared and fucking abused as possible yeah but kamala harris does support single payer she will uh sign on to a lot of these progressive initiatives that have become more popular in the democratic party since bernie ran in 2016 she's a smarter politician i think i don't know i'm not 100 percent sure on this than hillary clinton we'll see how the campaign unfolds and the things uh she chooses to highlight and how she chooses to differentiate herself yeah. from Bernie Sanders and what she says of Bernie Sanders' proposals. And uh, if she forecloses on the possibility of them ever happening, that kind of turns people off. Anyways. Speaking of foreclosure, Kamala Harris, as California Attorney General, let Steve Mnuchin get away with like basically foreclosure yeah. fraud. So and I uh, think I, and, she, and, she does have that uh, hanging over. So, so yeah, I think Bernie needs to... And I, I think she is Bernie's main competition. He's going to have to focus on her past. Going to have to bring stuff like that up. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty pretty killer attack line right there. And he's going to have to show that he's really good on criminal justice reform. And by putting things out like ending cash bail, I think that's a good first step. It is. It is. Cory Booker, uh, close to he he has a Wall Street pass. No cop pass, but Wall Street yeah. pass where. Uh, they've 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 got the clip of him saying that the attacks Obama's attacks on Bain Capital were nauseating. Yeah. 
So. I mean, uh, folks are saying this is going to be tougher for Bernie this time around because uh, there are more progressives in the race. And I'm not sure how entirely true that is because Bernie has this base that isn't going to leave him to go to Warren or uh, to, to go to Tulsi Gabbard or something who's not even a progressive. Tulsi Gabbard won't even be on the debate stage that Bernie's going to be on, I'm sure. <laughs> um, Kamala Harris... I, I don't consider her. She's going to try and appeal to moderates, I'm sure. And she's still try to straddle the fence both ways. And that's why uh, I think she might be so dangerous. Joe Biden, if he decides to run as a centrist, Klobuchar's a centrist. Gillibrand, I think, will run a campaign similar to, to Harris's. Yeah. Um, I mean, she could be a force as well. I, I don't know. Uh, she was like trying. Wasn't she trying to appeal to Wall Street and donations from Wall Street before she was running? Yeah, yeah, she was. She, she could was. pull that whole "I'm from New York, Wall Street" thing. It, they're they're my constituents, and it's it's true that the establishment have not coalesced behind a candidate the way they did for Hillary in 2016. But whatever negative impact that has on Bernie will probably be mitigated by the fact that it's a very crowded field, and. Uh, I hate the Bernie Trump comparisons in pretty much every way, but you can see Bernie winning in a Trump-like fashion whereby he constantly retains a, a bedrock of support and uh, everyone yeah. else just peels off. Yeah, or just if you look at New Hampshire, if you look at Iowa, they set up pretty nicely for Bernie. Yeah. He comes out and wins couple contests early and maybe he wins south carolina that would shut everybody up that would shut everybody the fuck up that would be over then god that would cause meltdowns aoc endorsing bernie will definitely do you think cause... she's gonna endorse him <sighs> that's the that's the the 44 dollar question right now uh if you would have asked me before she uh started serving in congress i would have said yeah she's absolutely gonna endorse bernie I'm not so sure anymore. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure myself. I uh, I tend to think that she will, but I can also see her not doing it and just saying something like, well, there are a lot of good candidates this time and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But I could also see her endorsing. <laughs> no, I, I would probably, if it was on predicted market, I'd probably bet that she's going to, she, she almost has to. Yeah. Like she's said that Bernie's a big reason why. She ran for Congress. Um, and there is no other candidate in the race like him. There's not. And she obviously doesn't give a shit enough about New York machine politics to endorse Gillibrand. <laughs> obviously not. I mean, they're going to be on a debate stage. And of course, they're going to bring up Bernie Sanders being a socialist like they did every debate during the Democratic debate. And everyone on stage is going to denounce socialism or say they're not a socialist, including Elizabeth Warren, who's going to proudly say she's a capitalist. Yeah. She'll, be the, she'll be the worst one on that question, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and look, none of us think that Bernie is going to bring about socialism if he wins. And we fully respect critiques from the left against Bernie. We will be lobbying them ourselves after this like 24 hour honeymoon where we get to dunk <laughs> on liberals for a little bit and remind us that we're back. <laughs> but uh, yes, we will get back to critiquing Bernie from the left when necessary. Um, but. I do think that Bernie's election could trigger a response like a like a, another business plot or a response from capital, a capital strike that could then bring about the conditions that would 
that would accelerate. I mean, that's true acceleration of the accelerationism there. The response provoked by Bernie's yeah. election. And Bernie's the only sort of candidate of the Democrats that can generate the sort of enthusiasm that would also be good for down ballot races where you could see Bernie get elected and suddenly have a hundred AOCs or excuse me, Ilhan Omar's uh, serving in Congress. I think it's important to remember that material gains that Bernie would bring about uh, would make life way easier for left-wing organizers. Definitely. That is if there isn't a capital strike and a coup led by David Petraeus. <laughs> in which case, we get back to the accelerationism issue. And, uh, you know, that, that I think that's a, that's a good enough reason for the, for the left to unite behind Bernie. But, again, I, I do respect left critiques of Bernie. I will not tear my shirt over them. Yemen aside, some of his foreign policy points are, are weak. And I will be the first one flinging feces at the White House if President Sanders bombs Venezuela. <laughs> well, we are off and running for almost 20 months. Stick with uh, the Sentinel. Quick note about our programming this week. Our live show, not on Wednesday. I have to leave town. Uh, uh, unexpected events have to leave town. And uh, the live show will be Thursday That's you right. on YouTube. We'll do the uh, District Sentinel Radio Live, 8 p.m. Thursday. Tune in for that. Uh, in the meantime, subscribe over at Patreon, patreon.com slash District Sentinel. We've got some bonus content up there for subscribers only. You'll also get a haiku read on District Sentinel Radio Live show if you subscribe uh, between now and then. Also, uh, check out our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash District Sentinel. And what else is there? Twitter, at the DC Sentinel. Yep. Facebook. We're on Facebook. Too. We're on Facebook, too. We're here in DC so that you don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs>